0: Welcome to episode 102 of Flights, Football, and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Nah, better
1: than most. Not as good as some. How you doing, Mike?
0: Fine. It's the Christmas season, uh, per usual, in the uh, North Studios. Thanksgiving Day comes and goes. And the very next day, we go get our Christmas tree. Still a... Uh,
1: I saw you on the way. We were yep. just coming back from getting ours. Yep.
0: So you cut yours down, too? Yep. That's clucks yep hey family-owned local business got to support them i mean i did leave you know my ass was a little sore from the uh, the, the rape that, that i just took coming out of there you know did they
1: size the the end of
0: the tree on that yeah oh yeah, and yeah yep. just and just shoved her in there no lube or nothing i mean but yeah, i remember yeah. when the trees used to be 46 i think the one we got and, it, and you know given the oh, height of our given the height of our ceiling we didn't we didn't get but a Probably got about a seven and a half footer, and when we got it home in the stand, I still had to take off about three oh, inches yeah? with the saw because it was too tall.
1: Right.
0: Um, and I think that bad boy was 70 bucks. Yeah. But hey, yep. it's Christmas. It is. And then like my uh, older son, Justin, him and his, I think it's safe to say, the girlfriend now, um, they went with us, and the three of them, because Nick wouldn't fit in the car when we put the tree in the car. And like he said when we were eating dinner, he said, "Well, how does Klux know people didn't?" steal? And I'm like, "I'm sure maybe one out of a thousand people probably do drive." Well, that's but- why they're
1: seventy bucks. And
0: the other, <laughs> and Klux is probably willing to say, you know, because chances are, if you're a traditional person, you go out and cut your own Christmas tree down. You're not a thief. You know, thieves probably don't go cut their own Christmas tree. Now, down. if
1: I don't ask my neighbor if I'm cutting it down, is that stealing?
0: No, not at all. Because you- no, not at all.
1: Okay, This was wondering.
0: Yeah, I mean, hey, especially if he doesn't notice, you know. <laughs> right. And then after criminal, I don't know what you're talking about. So, yeah, t- uh, Christmas season, uh, Saturday morning, got up for work. And I've got Holiday Traditions and Holly programmed on my Sirius XM. Uh, the big dog from Spilling the Nachos. Is There, there, there are other Sirius XM stations, correct, Nate? Um, I just have those two programmed in right now. I know I got an email a while back from Sirius telling me all the holiday channels. Uh, holiday traditions and Holly are the only two I have. Shoot me a text and let me know if uh, there's one I'm missing out on on Sirius so I can program that in. Uh, speaking of, you know, let Nate know because this way I'll know if Nate listened, right? Because he'll give me a thumbs <laughs> up or not a thumbs up. Because one of my texts and answer the question or whatever, but I didn't get the double thumbs up from Mary Ellen. No (laughs) about about the main tasting. So I'm guessing she hasn't listened yet. Which by the way, big dog, I am behind episode twenty five. Spilling the nachos did release their quarter of a century episode this past weekend, and uh, they have twenty five episodes in. I have not listened to that. I'm actually twenty four and twenty five. I believe I'm behind. Because with this stupid knee and left knee and right foot, mine and Ruby are way, way delinquent in our walks because I've turned into just a fat pussy. But anyway. Um, oh, shit, Dave. In all our talks, I did not got the beers out yet. Hey, um, we got some
1: tastings now. We, we
0: have three tastings tonight. Bookends, courtesy of Grandpa Blackhawk on his trip to Tennessee when he went hunting. Him, his son, Michael... And Michael's friend, I think, they went to Tennessee and they brought home about, I think they brought home about 9 million pounds of uh, venison. Because in Tennessee...
1: <laughs> a lot of times guys actually take a separate trailer to bring all that home. That, uh, they,
0: yeah, I don't know what they do. I know they, they do everything down there because the, Larry's buddy, Glenn, okay. they have a place where they can cut it up and everything. So it's, Gotcha. So they don't need as big a trailer. Sure. But... Hunting obviously isn't as big, or there are way, 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 way more deer down there because I think Larry told me you could have two bucks a season, right, and five doles a day. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's well, really I know it. up I know up here that
1: especially I think in the northwest part of the state. Uh, I'd have to get fact checked on that, but. They've got a little wasting disease going on, so I think they're—I I can't remember—but this is one of the years that you could get a whole pocketful of permits um, or tags, rather, for uh, especially as many does as you want.
0: Oh yeah, they're—they're
1: they're trying to—they're trying to get the population down a little bit and stop this wasting disease. They so just—they go what... and they feed in the same areas, or they feed on bait piles. You know, they touch nose, or they—you know—they're—they're they're exchanging saliva or whatever. And, um, it's kind of like if you've ever had a dog that's had parvo or, right. you know, diseases like that, That's it's kind of what's going on.
0: Okay. And this will, this will show my insensitive side. And, and so,
1: <laughs> come on, Mike, so you're th- a they, sensitive guy. We don't
0: want, so we don't want the deer dying of this illness. Right. So we want people to just go kill him. Well, um,
1: Yeah. Okay, no. so why, just like why, so why do to, you need... To keep uh, it from why, spe- spreading to so healthy populations. So
0: why do you need a uh, deer, uh, fishing license or a hunting license? And it's like, well, you, you'd only normally be able to get one doe if they were healthy, but since there's a little bit of uh, health problems right. with the, in the deer population, kill all you want. It's, it's not it's kill all thing. you
1: want, because you know there'd be those guys, there'd be those people if you just, like, just... You know, green light. You know, woo hoo! Yeah, let's go. You know, and they would just be you know knocking them
0: off from the window of their truck. Yeah, well, that wouldn't be me because I, I could care less. But anyway, yeah, back to the yeah, t- back to the tasting. Our first one we have is the old the the pint and then the pint plus, if if you will, there one you pint, three point two ounces. Dale's Pale Ale from Oscar, Oscar. Is it Oscar, or do you think it's Oscar? A-S-K-A-R.
1: I'm just going to go with Oscar.
0: All right. Oscar Blues Brewing. Uh, 6.5% and 65 IBUs.
1: With the K in there, it does throw you off. Yeah. You stop and you you got to think for a second. But is this a new thing, this Pint Plus? You think?
0: It, it could be. And then some. Just like the movie Bachelor Party. The guy's walking around with his penis in a hot dog bun. She's sitting <laughs> in the... In, the it, the girl says to looks at him says Is that a foot long and he says and then some.
1: <laughs> oh, all right. Hey, well, guess what? You gave me the first glass was uh Austin Brothers, yep. and I just so happened to be wearing my Austin Brothers T-shirt.
0: That as a- it ha- as it happened last week at, at the stall Studio, and I'm drinking out of my coach glass from my return to third and fourth grade football. Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I well.
1: I was trying, I was waiting they're, for they're, something on the finish, yeah, but it's
0: the only that, it's pretty it's smooth. On the start I had a little bit of caramel notes, but then those kind of dissipated. So yeah, we'll see after the pint plus what this goes to.
1: Yeah, so you know. What's first on the docket, Mike? What do you got?
0: Um <laughs> So, last week, when I was talking about, uh, before we get into what we've watched, and I was talking about one of the stars of Yellow Jackets, I could not think of her name. I said she's in Cape Fear, the daughter in the first episode of Christmas uh, Christmas, uh, Vacation. Juliette Lewis is her name. That was not a mistake. I just flat out didn't know it. Right. So, I didn't make a mistake. I just didn't know who she was. Mm -hmm. She's not the daughter in the first episode. She's the daughter in Christmas Vacation. Gotcha. Juliette Lewis. All right. She's in yellow jackets but Liz and I this morning watched the third episode of that
1: and I tell you what I have to interrupt yes uh, one of the networks um, they must have been listening to the pod and said hey Mike was talking about vacation Christmas vacation let's do a whole weekend a uh, uh, vacation marathon all right I saw, so, the,
0: I saw I saw the only part I saw is when Christy Brinkley pulled up alongside Chevy Chase <laughs> and then he lost well, that's control good timing of the, yeah, the, the family truckster. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, Dexter, New Blood, episode four, tonight. Liz and I will watch that probably Tuesday. Yellow Jackets, we watched episode three. We did start watching. And I the first episode's an hour, and then episodes two through seven are 30-ish minutes. And we've only watched the first episode, true story, Kevin Hart, Wesley Snipes. Looks like it could be interesting. And... I' am gonna be honest.
1: So you're saying you started a new pod, or oh no, you said it looks it could look interesting.
0: Yeah, I didn't. did didn't start a start, pod,
1: or not a pod. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jesus.
0: Um, <laughs> true story. A new a new series. Yeah. And uh, you know, so the listeners know. Full disclosure. Uh, Liz and I lost our Yellowstone virginity. Did you? Yeah, we All went. Right. We went to. Uh, we it's only episode one, and I'm, what I'm going to struggle with is we watched it on Peacock. They've got the first three seasons. The commercials oh, are kind no. of like a fucking deal breaker no, to me. No, 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 no. Really? They, yeah. uh, I mean, they're real short. Yeah. I, I mean, they're like, you know, some of them are even 15 seconds. That and, would say. And then I do like yeah. the little clock in the corner. Like. Sure. And they're 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 not like your typical You know network television where they're every 30 seconds, but they're um
1: Yeah.
0: Enough where it breaks your concentration. And then Obviously, I struggled trying to find out all of the, uh, you know, okay, who's this person? But it's the first episode, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: I don't want to hear anything until you get to episode five.
0: All right, well, the first episode was was good, though, although I don't know why you took as much grief over your comparison with (laughs) Dances with Wolf, because the first episode, all it is is uh, white men killing Indians, and Indians (laughs) killing white men, so... Um, I guess that is a similarity to, similarity to Dances with Wolves. But so
1: you're saying I'm not totally crazy.
0: No, you're not totally crazy. But in one episode, anyway. Sure, yeah. Well,
1: they don't do it again, I don't think.
0: Um, and then, like to the, say, the first episode where he loses his son, I, I'm interested to see how that pans out because in episode one, Kevin Costner, one of his sons got killed yep. by the brother-in-law yep. of his other son. and. As of the end of episode one, she doesn't know how he died, so does... You know, give me the only spoiler, don't tell me what happened, but does she eventually find, find out that her husband killed her brother?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Because she doesn't in episode one. Right. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, eventually. And I would actually say this... Um, oh,
0: pick was, six by the Packers, and this one's getting out of hand!
1: I'll say this. it, ep, or Season one wasn't that like phenomenal. I, it was okay. Shelley made me watch season two. Actually, if you go back to I don't know what episode of our podcast it was, but I was a little pissed. She paid the extra yeah. twenty bucks to, you know, so and I went in about halfway through and kind of caught up on what was happening halfway through season two. And season two was so good, I paid for season three. Okay. Uh, I think she was a little floored, but I paid for season three, and then I couldn't wait for season four. So it it ramps. It that's the thing about. Yellowstone is it just keeps ramping right.
0: up. Well, I like to say the, the first, I, I'm not saying it was bad. It was just, yeah, yeah. you know, not knowing anybody's name and, sure. okay, in,
1: right, you know, I can see
0: that. I did think it was kind of, you know, because like if I go into work Tuesday and they want a brand, a big C on my right breast, <laughs> I'm probably just, hey, wait a second. Uh-oh, Dalvin Cook looks like, as, as much as the players were huddling on the field, it looks like that could be a season ender for Dalvin Cook. Tears in his eyes. Uh, yeah. He might have look. That that's the old knee injury. Yeah. And The Niners are on the field, so he must have fumbled it. And Torres knee a to shreds to boot. So, um,
1: so you did start it. That's good. Uh, I would say you know, keep at it. And I don't. I don't know if there's another way to watch it without commercials. Because that would be if you could binge yeah. it, then you'll really get into it. And
0: yeah. I, well, I, I...
1: and the whole branding on the chest thing. I'm telling you that even that little you know side story that even escalates to a to a thing okay yeah
0: um how about you Did you get any
1: uh no i just uh i got into all right you could go ahead and judge me i don't care but you know when i when i go to bed shelly is one of her shows she enjoys is below deck mediterranean you know what i'm talking about
0: i i'd never seen it but i know so they what have, talking, yeah, yeah. So
1: they, they have the big um, super yacht out on the Mediterranean. They have guests, and it's all the behind the scenes. Supposedly, um, uh, you know, um, everything is not scripted, but you know, you know damn well some of it has to be. Right, but whatever. And she always has that on, whether she's sleeping or not. She falls asleep to it, so I end up, you know, if she's not quite asleep. I end up listening to it, so. I guess that's pretty much, I'm sitting there listening to it as I'm trying to fall asleep. And I can, it's like any other soap opera, I guess. You can kind of follow along. You can miss two or three days and nothing's really different. It's the same shit, different show. That and I, for some reason, I started binging um, Saturday Night Live episodes. Just YouTube.
0: Current or like? I think one was
1: fairly current because the one that was so funny last night was the, uh, and obviously last night was Saturday night, so it was the, the actual Saturday night show the kim kardashian one uh they uh her opening monologue i would invite anybody to youtube kim kardashians and i'm not a huge kim kardashian fan but her opening monologue wow it was a just a roast of everybody in her life oh okay oh yeah she did not she didn't even bother is that, putting new, on. is that
0: a new one or i
1: think it's fairly new it it, it might have been a repeat i don't know I saw some ads for it, and maybe they came out ahead of time. It might have come out ahead of time uh, because there were a couple people that weren't really excited about some of the things she said. So maybe I saw some of that stuff in the news prior to uh, because some of it either got leaked or I don't know. Uh, But then I actually saw the whole thing, and I was like, wow. Um, It was a really nice roast. She did a good job. Okay. Yeah, she didn't. Uh, she didn't pull any punches. Didn't even bother to put on gloves. I don't.
0: I don't remember the last time I saw Saturday Night. Live. I mean, Eddie Murphy may have still. I mean, I'm sure I've, I've had to have seen a blip here, or a blip there since Eddie Murphy's left. But to watching it religiously, um, no. Watching no. it religiously, I bet you it was the Eddie Murphy days. That's how long it's been, right? <clears throat> Excuse me, but for long guys, long
1: but for people our age, oh yeah, you, you can't. I mean, I don't think anything can compare to the, to the you know the original cast, you know, to Murphy. Right.
0: I think Murphy. I think Mur- Probably because I was a little. I was a little older. I mean, when when Belushi and Aykroyd and Chase and those guys were on it, I was a little bit
1: young. Okay. Yeah.
0: So when um. Uh, I would say, and my favorite was actually even. Uh, I thought the best weekend update guy was. Um, oh fuck, the guy who he eventually went on Monday Night Football. I keep wanting to say Al Michaels, but Al Michaels is an announcer. He's not the fucking. Uh, oh um, Miller, Dennis Miller, Dennis, Dennis yes, Miller. Yes,
1: yeah, he was. He was
0: pretty good. Yeah, these guys
1: they have right now are, are good. So they
0: still have weekend update. Oh yeah, these guys
1: are good. It's it's a it's a main part of the show. Absolutely, yeah. They're they're good writers. Um, it's they just you know they poke fun at everybody, especially politicians and celebrities that do dumb things. All
0: right. Yeah, um, but
1: the Weekend Update is alive and
0: well. Now, what do you think of this? Now, <clears throat> I can we laugh. <clears throat> what is? I, I'm not sick. I, I haven't been drinking. There's just and there's a <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. That's where Nate and Tommy would press the cough button on that. But we're not that high tech, so fuck it. You'll just have to listen to me clear my throat. Let me clear my throat. <laughs> That's a rap song that only Grandpa Blackhawk will recognize BC and appreciate. Boys. Okay. And, and, and apparently my cold. Uh, <laughs> all right. right. Um, yes, it was. License to L. Let, Let me, me clear my throat. And listen, I asked, I did confirm with her if I could say this or not, but when we re- retire for the night, even though they say it's not good for you to fall asleep to the TV, that's what we do, fall asleep to the TV. Right. If there's not a great game on, she picks something. It's usually a ESPN 30 for 30, a Seinfeld, uh, an office, and it's... There's a hockey game, and I'm kind of wide awake and she's getting ready to go to bed. I'll put ESPN Plus on to watch a hockey game. And she's... Neither one of us knew what we wanted to watch. And she says to me, she says, What do you want to... uh, What do you want to watch? And I said, I want to watch you suffer. Oh, my God. God. And she said to me, she said, Well, that doesn't even make any sense. I said, What do you mean it doesn't make any sense? That's the perfect response. And she said, No... That doesn't that doesn't even make any sense. She said, she said, she said, you're such an idiot. She, we were both laughing hysterically. It wasn't <laughs> It wasn't said seriously, right? Or nothing. <laughs> but it was just, just. But a, I think that's an, uh, is it or is it or not? And, you know, what do you want to watch? I want to watch you my cock. That is an adequate response, and she thought it was lame. And I'm thinking, she said that doesn't even make any sense. I said it makes perfect sense. <laughs>
1: Well, at our age, you know, it kind of doesn't make any sense, but but I can I can see it being a needle across the record because it wasn't anything like what she was searching for, right? Yeah,
0: it like I say was a good point because she laughed about it because yeah. she was laughing and so, said, "You're such an idiot that doesn't even make any sense." I'm like, "It makes perfect sense," but uh, but yeah. So anyway,
1: but that's it for me. A little bit of basketball, of course, a lot of football.
0: Also, yeah. Speaking of basketball, we you know we'll call we'll get into that. Because we don't have time in the sports segment to talk college basketball, fucking Gonzaga's been playing a schedule of murderers' row, annihilating teams. Yep. And then they fucking got beat by Duke.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, but Gonzaga's played Duke. I mean, Gonzaga's played murderers' row. Right. Yeah. Of high of high school basketball. Yeah, but that's a of a college basketball. So I think that can only make them better.
1: Yeah, I mean... come I mean, tournament time. Sure, and that was kind of Tom Izzo's strategy when he knew he had the right. players to be able to get through that schedule. Even, you know, and he admittedly in interviews would say, I know we're going to lose a couple games. I'm kind of expecting it. And on some level, that's going to help us be a better team. If we can, you know, if we lose a couple games, and we can learn from it.
0: So Right. So, but yeah, I mean, so that was... I didn't see it because I... College basketball used to rank right underneath the NFL for me okay. many years ago. But then, right. you know, life gets in the way and you lose interest. And really what killed it for me in college basketball is the one-and-dones. Sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not blaming kids. You know, fuck, I'd take $10 million, $20 million, $80 million, $100 million, too. Right. Fuck that degree. I don't need a degree. If you give me $100 million, I don't need a fucking degree.
1: Right. So. You just need somebody to tell me how to manage it and save it. Exactly. Yourself, yeah.
0: But, um, so that, you know, that's what kind of, you know, you know, plus, you know, two kids, a full, you know, job, you know, getting older, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, college basketball used to be, I mean, Big Monday almost was like a party of it. You had Big Ten first, Big East second, and then Larry Johnson right. and Stacey Ogman's UNLV and the Big West third. <laughs> I'd be over at Jim Bradley's house. We'd be doing homework and for our YouTube audience, they would see me do the Air quotes. Air quotes, but um but yeah, so yeah. now I, I now when I watch it, if I even get into it, you know, COVID kind of fucked it the last couple of years, but if I do get into it, it's usually after the Super Bowls when I kinda of start watching a little college basketball. Sure. Whoops, I did. Yep. Um I don't know. You think it's time to rate Dale's Pale Ale? I think it is.
1: Absolutely. Um
0: You're up. At six point five, I know people laugh when I say lawnmower beer, but I mean, not, no flavors that are like, wow, you can really taste the blank. But it doesn't hit you in the teeth where it's like, oh, fuck, I, right. I'm going to be passed out here in a minute.
1: Oh, yeah. no, it, you, you It's, it's actually, drinkable.
0: Uh-huh. You know you're drinking a beer. I mean, it's not a Miller Lite, a Bud Light, a Coors Light. It's not a Bell's Two-Hearted Ale. A pleasant drinking pale ale with, with extreme drinkability. But since nothing pops off the chart, I'm going three sixty nine because my favorite number. <laughs>
1: All right. Originally I had undersold it a little bit because it doesn't it doesn't there's nothing to not to knock you, my socks not, off. not to
0: interrupt you, but I'm going to that agreed. The first drink or two, I'm thinking to myself, this fucking sucks. Yeah. But as we talked and drank, yeah drank and talked, talked and continue. Yeah.
1: So, I was thinking right around 3.0, but I bumped it up to a 3.25. Hmm.
0: Still a good beer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But. All right, so, holy moly. What's up? Uh, We'd have to dig through the archives of when we started, kind of like the NFL when they started recording sacks, when we started keeping track of uh, check-ins. But I wonder how uh, Oscar Blues Brewery. I wonder how big that is, because with three hundred check-ins. No way. Third of a million. I'm right in line with those. You're a, a little bit below those and myself. Uh, on tap comes in at 3.63. And that, I mean, that that's a good rating for 305,000 check-ins. At it. Wow. I mean, it's a good rating no matter what, but I mean, with $305,000, is a lot of fucking check-ins. Oh,
1: as I look this up farther, uh, this brewery, the Oscar Blues Brewing Company in Longmont, Colorado, it's a regional brewer, so it's a bigger, it's like a Deschutes, or it's like a, it's a regional, so, okay, the, you know what I mean? It's not a micro-brew, so you should be, I mean, they're distributing this all over the, the West, Mountain West, and probably... More towards the well, obviously, here.
0: Um, all right, so I okay, so obviously, Blackhawk Larry in his non beer drinking quest. So, I Dale's is not a Tennessee beer, then. No, you said it's from Colorado, it's Colorado, okay. yeah. So, hey, no, hey, we still enjoyed it, Larry Blackhawk, so don't worry about it.
1: Okay, so now I'm looking at the can a little bit more, reading Longmont, Colorado, which I think is the main one. Than, uh Brevard, North Carolina, in Austin, Texas.
0: All right.
1: So you're probably going to be able to find this anywhere. Yeah, a lot of places.
0: Yeah. All right, Dave. Well, before I give the listeners our second tasting, um, do not know how I fucking forgot that I Liz and I watched the finale of American Rust. Okay. Uh, Showtime, one season, nine episodes. And it ended with cliffhanger upon cliffhanger upon cliffhanger.
1: So lots of people hanging off cliffs.
0: And what it sounds is there may not be a second season. Simply because uh, critics on Rotten Tomatoes give it a 35%. And uh, the fans, 71%. which 71% Seventy-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes from fans is absolutely horrible, and it just didn't get real good ratings. So, listeners of the pod, get yourself some Showtime, watch American Ross because I want season two because I got there are a lot of loose fucking ends that need to be tied <laughs> up for me for me. So I can say that I actually... Uh,
1: so you can go on with your life? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because,
0: it, I mean, it was a very... And uh, Jeff Daniels is the guy's name. I, I, I called him something else, I think, in the, the one pod. But, um, but anyway, onwards and upwards, as they say in the business. We have a uh, Speedway Stout from Ale Smith Brewing Company in San Diego, California. The the can is black and white just like a checker flag. Comes in at a pod high, very robust, twelve percent with seventy eight IBUs. And it's an Imperial Stout with coffee. It says uh glassware goblet. Got we it. have our, we have our hop slam goblets at hand. Check. Uh, serving temp, 50 to 55 degrees, I think we got that covered. Check. Um uh, pairs well with creamy blue cheeses, nah, we don't have that, <laughs> and it's established in 1995 in San Diego, California. There you go. So, without further ado, a little Speedway Stout, in the middle of a couple of, uh, pale ale, uh, or IPAs, dark as you as you would expect,
1: coffee and vanilla notes right off the get go. Hey, cheers. cheers! Oof! Yes. Heavy coffee.
0: Yeah rich though rich and flavorful abundantly rich
1: see i'm not a huge coffee guy i'm one of those i'm one of those guys you probably make fun of mike that uh puts a little coffee in my either my chocolate milk or my creamer
0: oh yeah a dessert guy yeah Yeah, when when the person uh like i'll have a mocha you know, when the person comes into Tim Hortons and says, "Give me a large black coffee, 7 cream, 7 sugar." Just <laughs> like, well, goddamn? <laughs> My desserts don't even have that much fucking sugar in huh? it." Right. Um, all right. College football. You know, top 25 played today. Played today. Played over the weekend, starting with Thanksgiving and through, right through Saturday. Top 25 was a very robust 20 and 5. And admittedly, we knew there were going to be two losses in the top 25 because two of the matchups faced each other Twenty-five uh, top 25 teams. Right. Um, And what we learned, like uh, loyal listener Rick Sampson, who I lovingly refer to as Uncle Cracker, Him and I used to have, you know, we used to really have fun with Mike Tyson's remark where Ohio State went into Michigan and they had a game plan. They knew what was going to happen. They were going to beat Michigan, move on to the Big Ten title game, and get themselves into the national championship picture. But like Mike Tyson used to say, everybody's got a game plan until they get hit in the mouth. (laughs) They got got (laughs) socked. Uh, I mean... Um, it, it was bizarre. The number two team in the country couldn't stop anybody, and the number three team in the country couldn't score till the very end of the game.
1: Yeah.
0: So, and I'll, what,
1: I'll talk more about that in a minute. When right.
0: I... So well, So the the new eight uh, AP top five, which could be different from the, it won't be much different, other than I personally think the playoffs. We'll have Alabama 3 and Cincy 4. But the AP top 10, Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, Alabama, Oklahoma State, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Ole Miss, Baylor, Oregon. I think when the, the National Championship Committee comes out, it's going to be Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Cincinnati, because they're going to do everything in their power to get Cincinnati out of there. Agreed. So now... Georgia, Alabama playing the SEC championship game. If Georgia wins. Right. Well, yeah. Georgia wins during the playoffs. <laughs> Thanks, Captain Obvious. <laughs> what a brilliant synopsis that fucking was. So, yeah. But if Alabama, you know, if, if Georgia wins, obviously that means Alabama loses. Another Captain Obvious statement. And there's no fucking way in the world. I'll tell you what. If, if Alabama loses, Right, and still gets into the uh, the playoffs. Right, I will not watch the playoffs, and you'll have to let, let our listeners know how they turn out. Because if Alabama, who is now was going to be rated third or fourth, loses their last game, has two losses,
1: barely squeaked out against a number twenty-two team that wasn't ranked for a lot of the season, Auburn.
0: Auburn wasn't twenty two. Auburn was six and five going in. Well, that was their score. Never mind. They were. Yeah. They were. They weren't yeah. even ranked. Yeah, Auburn was yeah. six five. Auburn no. wasn't even ranked. I
1: just saw the twenty two next to my notes. Um, so, yeah. No, that that was their score. Yeah.
0: So that's a, so.
1: So that's even a, that that even validates more of what I'm saying.
0: And, and I don't care if Georgia kicks a seventy nine yard field goal as time expires and wins twenty nine twenty eight. Auburn's out. Auburn. Alabama. Al- Alabama's out. Now the real, the real, as John McClain would say, fly in the ointment. What if? And I've seen enough of these games. I've seen more college football today than I probably have today. Slow down, Mike. This is a podcast. We'll edit out any mistakes. Deep breath. Slow down. I've oh. seen more. I've seen more college football this year than I have probably in the last ten years combined. All right. If and it can happen because I've seen both teams play. If Iowa beats Michigan, does yeah. a Big Ten team get in no. the playoffs? No, no. I, I agree. I don't. No. I don't. I don't see how you could because no. number sixteen Iowa beats number two Michigan. Right. There's n- there's no way they could stay in the top four. Right. Even with Alabama, I mean, I you know because. Notre Dame. I think the Big Twelve has a conference championship, right? Yeah. Shame on us for not doing our homework, but. No,
1: I've got those right here.
0: So, so Oklahoma State's going to play who? Uh, you want the Big Twelve? Yes. Baylor. Well, that's not a given, but Oklahoma State should one of. But Baylor is number nine, so. Well, yeah. So that OU was, was
1: supposed to beat Baylor, and we know how that turned out.
0: You know, so Georgia wins. Alabama's out. What about Cincinnati? Does Conference USA have a championship or no?
1: Yes, they do. Uh, News conference USA is going to be. Now, wait a minute. Are you talking about
0: who does? What what conference is Cincinnati in? Conference
1: uh, Cincinnati is in the American Athletic
0: Conference. Yes, it shows you what I know where. Yeah,
1: they're playing Houston.
0: Oh, they could actually lose that game because Houston. That's that's kinda, I've got a star by that one. They're kinda. number tw- they're number twenty four in the country, but they throw a lot of points on the board. Now would be another fly in the ointment, and that would be the poll. Dr- the polls' dream would be for Houston to beat Cincinnati, get them out of the mix, and not have to worry about it. Right. Um, not the poll, the committees. Yeah. So, I personally think Georgia's going to beat Alabama. So George is the one seed. Alabama falls out. Man, Oklahoma State could lose to Baylor.
1: Iowa uh, what, so
0: what? What if Baylor wins? Oklahoma, <laughs> Baylor wins. Iowa wins. Then we're looking at if Baylor wins and Iowa wins, and Alabama's going to get in with another with two another loss. Probably
1: because they're Alabama. And then
0: Notre Dame will get in. And then my old Miss run, my running rebels are still fucked. Look, you know,
1: too far down yep. yet. But too far down yet. No, I. That's, uh, you know, and the other question was, and you've kind of picked up on it, do you punish a school? You know, so some of these teams that are kind of in 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, you know, like all this, excuse me, uh, Armageddon-type scenarios that you're talking about, do some of those teams jump up into the top four if all these losses happen? But do you punish a team for going to their conference championship for losing? When all these other teams are just sitting there, they're watching the games on TV that weekend.
0: Personally, I feel it's not... Notre, I'm not a Notre Dame fan. And I know the television contracts and everything is catered to the Fighting Irish, and they pick and choose, and they join the uh, a conference for basketball purposes, but they remain an independent for football purposes because they make more money, blah, 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 whatever. But... uh, it's not their fault that they're not in a championship game. And when you, like Herm Edwards used to say, or not used to say, like he said, you play to win the game. You're in your championship game and you lose. Well, you fucking lost. All right, so if you're not even the best team in your own conference, how are you the best team in the country? Right. Now, you... Now, I mean, obviously, if Alabama—I mean, if Alabama beats Georgia seventy to nothing, then I'm for Georgia falling out of the college playoff. Alabama's not going to beat Georgia seventy to nothing, right? If they beat them thirty-five you're you're saying to yourself, well, geez, Mike, you are uh, contradicting yourself because Alabama beat Georgia. How's Georgia? But where, where I mean, where are they going to fall to? Yeah, four. I mean, I mean are they going <laughs> to fall to twenty six? No, or three, you know? three or four.
1: They're they're not. Um, yeah, they would have to get beat by a large, large margin to not be in the top four. So, you know, you've got all these championship games. What do I got down here? My other que- my other quick question was: some of these championship conference championship games, some of them are sponsored and some of them aren't. So, like, there's the Dr Pepper Big Twelve Championship. And the Rocket Mortgage, the Rocket Mortgage Mac Championship. How does the Mac get Rocket Mortgage to sponsor their?
0: Because it's action Tuesday, Wednesday night on ESPN.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: um, but
1: anyway, so yeah, we'll have to see the fallout of all these conference championships, and then on Saturday, same day. All right, uh, excuse me, Pac-12 and Conference USA. Those two games are on Friday, December 3rd. Okay. The rest of them are on Saturday the 4th, right? Along with Army-Navy. Along with Army-Navy and along with USC and Cal. What's up with that? Why are they playing on the on Saturday, December 4th? That I didn't know. That. I didn't is that know a makeup what? game or are they just like,
0: hey? Is it, maybe it is a makeup game. I don't know. We'll Could to, be. We'll to They're both 4-6, and
1: six, so who gives a shit? <laughs>
0: So it's gotta be a makeup
1: change. It would have to. No, they're both four and six. All right. Yeah.
0: yeah, I didn't even notice that. Um, two other notes though. One of the five losses, top twenty five teams, I'm kinda disappointed. The fucking Roadrunners of University yeah. of Texas, San Antonio got fucking hammered by North Texas. <laughs> and they were an undefeated team. They were undefeated, got fucking hammered. So see ya. See ya Roadrunners. It looks like the coyote finally got ya. And then you know, we've been as critical of this program this year. Like, oh, geez, how they fall so far so fast? Blah, 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 blah. But even in a down year, Clemson shut out South Carolina and finished with a nine and three record. Nine
1: I mean, and three. Yeah,
0: most programs would be like nine and three. Fuck, we kicked ass. in, like, even on this pod, we've been like, "Jeez, what happened to Clemson? Jeez, how did Clemson fucking fall so fast? What What happened to Clemson? Jeez, how you know Clemson? You know they were national champions. and what happened to them? I mean, nine, and, nine and three most programs would kill for nine and three, right? Now that's not Clemson's ACC.
1: Yeah, it's like you you've got your top tier programs in the ACC football, right? And then from in years past, it's the the talent is just they're falling right off the cliff. So I mean, for them, even in a bad year to go nine and three is yeah, it's doable. I mean, ACC championship is Pitt and Wake. Like they,
0: you've seen Pitt there quite a few times, but Wake Forest, but, how? I don't but know. that. But all I'm saying, that's what I'm saying though. Clemson. Yeah. We've badmouthed. I mean, they're nine and three. It's not like they, it's not like they were two and ten. True, yeah. True,
1: true, true. So, uh, looking forward to those uh, championship matchups a week from now. Um, there's nothing else that stood out. I think I I would be curious. I'd like to see uh, Michigan State get a bowl with either Ole Miss just for fun, or Cincinnati. Cause I want to see how they match up if everybody's well, healthy.
0: Right. Well, I'll tell you right now: if Cincinnati doesn't lose to Houston and they don't make the Final Four, then it, again, it's a fraud. They it was purpose. They were purposely voted against because of their schedule.
1: Yeah. Right. Schedule and draw. Because uh, from what I've heard, I've I've listened to a lot of uh, sports radio back and forth. You know, to work in my car, et cetera, et cetera, and. A lot of these bowls are really hanging on by a thread because if you watch the bulls, who's in the stands? Nobody. Yeah, oh, and, Mom and yeah, Dad. For sure. Mom and Dad and Uncle Sal. You know what I mean? Um, so they are they have to have draw and they're gonna try to pick teams with the most draw.
0: Oh, well yeah. And Obviously, I even
1: heard Michigan State probably won't get a very good bowl, or at least maybe not one that they could get based on their record, because in past history they haven't had a great draw. As far as like uh, viewers, right. uh, people in the stands, people buying tickets, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, we'll see. I mean, Cincinnati, I
0: mean, I would think actually
1: they might even. Ain't
0: nobody going to watch Cincinnati except the parents of the players on Cincinnati. Okay, so. Unless they're in the. And, and again, especially if Iowa beats Michigan, I mean, in my opinion, given what the the rankings are right now. Unless Houston beats Cincinnati, which is totally possible because Houston's top 25 team. Sure. And they score a lot of fucking points.
1: Just can't stop anybody.
0: Unless Houston beats Cincinnati, there's no way, given where we are today, right now.
1: Cincinnati has to stay in the top four. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Now, I mean, if if they were nine undefeated and beat Houston... Then you say, well, yeah, you, you, you can't move up five spots because all these other teams still won. Sure. They're fucking in the top four, and if you win your conference championship game against a top 25 team, there's no way you can get them out. Right. So Michigan State's not playing Cincinnati in the bowl game.
1: Yeah, true, true.
0: All right.
1: Oh, well, that goes that dream. Thanks, Mike, for bringing. I mean, if
0: Cincinnati loses, then, then, it's a, then it's a bad bowl. <laughs> so, um... Right.
1: In any event. Um, so I just, I just want to let everybody know I just lost my, uh, you know, like uh, the week before I started using my FanDuel account a little bit, I had $90 in there. Um, at the end of Saturday, I had $17.50. So I learned, uh, I learned a valuable lesson. So what did I do today? On the way home from church, I was oh. listening to a program on ESPN, and it was one of their betting programs. Uh, they pretty much talk about the betting side oh. of you know what's going on in college sports, pro sports, and the segment I heard they were talking about uh, Indianapolis having a chance to beat Tampa Bay just because of the position Tampa Bay's in. Um, you know they're reeling a little bit. Indianapolis is kind of like coming into their own. You know maybe feeling some momentum right now. Might not be a bad idea because this I think the spread was only what three. I think uh, Tampa was only given three points. And the over was fifty-two point five, so I'm like, you know what? What the heck? Five dollar bet. You know, I'm I'm you know I'm, I'm feeling it from Saturday. I lose five bucks. Oh well, I'm still on a di- downward spiral. If I win, then maybe I you know get back into the winner's circle a little bit like that. So I go into my FanDuel account. I'm Like, you know what? They said maybe Indy might be a good bet, especially with the especially with the plus three, etc. I go in there, I place my bets, I get over here, I'm like, oh, I never checked on the Tampa game, and I asked you, I said, well, you said, told me Tampa won 38-31, I'm like, oh shit. So I wanted to go in and, you know, just kind of see my, you know, uh, now that I'm, I'm going to be at $12.50, see it for myself, I go in there, and I'm like, I, I bet everything backwards on accident. I bet Tampa nope. Bay. I, I put Tampa Bay in a parlay. There you go. <laughs> so <laughs> ignorance paid off. I won $14.10. Hey,
0: I just love winning. Woo! Like it's better than losing. <laughs> yeah, speaking anyway. Of, speaking of the NFL. Let's go that. Thanksgiving Day. I mean, hey, I got to take out a DoorDash job. To pay for my losses <laughs> in FanDuel, but the fucking Bears did not lose to the Lions. I mean,
1: I did that. That's how I lost my shirt in the college betting. By the way, I did a Mike. I did a Mike uh, Peters strategy. I bet on Penn State. I bet on Penn State, thinking they, especially, and then I thought I was really going to win a bunch of money when the news came out uh, of Michigan State having the flu go through yep. the locker room, right? Yep. I thought, oh, this is a lock and then state ends up pulling out the victory. So it was a win-lose for me. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead,
0: you know. And, yeah. But what a game to have a national television Thanksgiving Day 12:30. The whole world watching. And I don't, the whole world watch, wasn't watching that game, but I t- the the Raiders Cowboys the the ratings of that game, holy smokes. There were fucking people watching that game. But anyway, so, you know. Yeah. And it's like, what a, I mean, talk <laughs> about uh, two teams that didn't want to, don't know how to or whatever win. The Bears get down there, Lions call timeout. The Bears are in the, got them in a formation that they're not ready for, and then all of a sudden, you know. I mean, even Chris Weber knew they shouldn't have called a timeout in this, <laughs> that situation. So that guy went up, made it from third and nine to third and four or whatever. And then the Bears get convert the first down. All right. So now the Lions are like, all right, well, the only way we can win this game is if we let you score. And the Bears are like, well, we don't want to score. And kneel down, take it, you know. I was convinced the only way the Bears would win that, Yeah, I was convinced that when Santos was going to kick that 28-yard field goal or whatever it ended up being, that um, he was going to miss it because the Lions were going to give him a touchdown. The Bears said, well, based on our last two weeks when we should have beat the fucking Steelers, should have beat the fucking Ravens, but we lost in the last minute of each game, we're going to kneel down, run the clock, put and kick a field goal. I thought for sure the Bears would miss that field goal. Well, they didn't. and But I stand by my bet on the Lions. Number one, it was a hedge bet. Right. As I've always said. But like I said last week on the pot, I bet because had I not had money on that game... And as that game unfolds, because I know my money has no bearing on the game. I know that. I mean, I'm not that dumb. And I'm watching the game. Let's say I don't have money on that game and Santos shanks it. I ruin everybody's Thanksgiving. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> kick a table, bump into a relative and say, shut the fuck up! And, you know, you forget- jump on the
1: folding table and break it in half. Yeah, have- exactly.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that, you know. The Lions called their timeout, and I told everybody in the room, I said, "Hey, look, I'm a winner either way. I want the Bears to win. I hope. I hope he makes his kick. Yeah. But if he doesn't, don't worry because I fucking won money. <laughs> right. And then and then he made the kick. And my mom was immediately like, how much did you lose? Said, ah, it's not your business. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like say so I'm got I, I've got to pick up a Doordash job or something. Just you know, so we don't lose heat this winter. But right. hey, whatever.'
1: Sell some of your Chicago Bears and Boston uh, Red Sox memorabilia here. Exactly. Yeah. To keep um, that going.
0: But yeah. So other games of note were. Uh,
1: and you you also assigned me a homework assignment. Yes, Is that I did. Later. Okay. No,
0: that's right now. But, oh, all right. All right. Do you have the uh, Yahoo rankings readily available or no? Uh,
1: I can think I can bring them up.
0: All right. Because what. In case, obviously, you listeners have no idea what we're talking about, but I sent Dave an email. I said, don't open this. Right. But.
1: And I did not.
0: Nor did I. I said, don't open this, but rank the 2021 rookie quarterbacks in performance Hmm. without opening this.
1: All right. I think this is. This is the one you sent me. Ranking the rookie quarterbacks yes. at the season midpoint. Okay. Yep. Got it.
0: All right. Now, do you want me to give my rankings first, or your rankings? You who wants well, to go first? That's what we're saying.
1: Well, is this based on hairstyle?
0: No. Not, oh not, God! Not,
1: not at all. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to re rank here pretty quick because I had. Uh, actually, I hate Trevor Lawrence's hair, so that's he's at the bottom. Um, I like um, I like Trey Trey Lance. Probably got the best anyway. Uh, I digress. So let's get back to their performance. All right, you, my rankings. You want me to go first? Yeah. Well,
0: who's your number one?
1: All right, my number one. Seriously, uh, obviously Mac Jones. Yep. Um, anything I've heard on the news, anything I've listened to on the radio or other podcasts or something like that, Mac Jones has been uh, doing a nice job. The Patriots are seven and four. Um, bit feared. Then, after that, I think it's here's the thing. like Trey Lance has got some pretty good stats, I think in um, the, the San Francisco's five and five. But given the situation that Justin Fields had, I think he did a nice job. He just didn't get enough reps, I think, to really get past him. So then I've got I've got Trey Lance, and then I've got Davis Mills. And then Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence. Did I miss anybody? Wow. No?
0: No, you didn't miss anybody. I cannot believe you put Trevor Lawrence that far down. Why do you have Zach Wilson ahead of Trevor Lawrence?
1: Eh, the teams are both 2-8. and eight. Um, You said not to open it. I didn't really dive into their... No, I didn't,
0: either. I didn't open it either. I don't know... Maybe you maybe you're spot on with the They're know they're equal
1: got. they're equal losers, according to the record.
0: Right. Well, yeah. I'm not. All right. Yeah, because the consensus is Mac Jones is the best because he's playing. I mean, but how would Mac Jones do with the Jaguars, the Bears, or the Texans? And there's no way you can rate Trey Lance over anybody in my opinion. I've got I rated Trey Lance NA. Oh, not well, Apple. I mean, fuck. He, he has 354 passing yards. Yeah, yeah, never yeah. Paid, yeah, played. Yeah, Right. He right. has three touchdowns and one interception. I'll give. So him I kind of
1: contradicted myself based on my um, logic with Justin Fields. Just didn't have enough reps, really. Well, and Justin Fields was going to get a lot of reps if he wouldn't have gotten hurt.
0: But he still got more. I've got him ranked: Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, and then I guess I got to go Davis Mills ahead of Trey Lance because Trey Lance really hasn't played, so we're going to give him the NA.
1: Right. You know, right. And then
0: Davis but Mills. Davis
1: Mills wasn't. Didn't he have? Didn't. He he's got a lot of yards, doesn't he? His percentage is like sixty percent. I didn't look
0: at I didn't look that up, but Texans suck, and then he lost his job to Ty- Tyrod Taylor. So <laughs> I figured he All can't right. be that good, right? So touche. Can you open the Yahoo one? Yeah, I got it right here. All right, so how, I I went Jones, okay. Lawrence Fields Wilson. You went Jones.
1: Okay, you're good. You're good. Um, no, you were spot on. A- except for the the Lance and Mills. They've got Lance's fifth, and honorable mention was Davis Mills.
0: All right. And I put Mills ahead of Lance just because Mills has more playing time on it, So, all right, I was spot on.
1: Yeah. So, yep, Jones, Lawrence, Fields, Wilson, Lance, as far as the Yahoo one.
0: All right. Perfect. Yeah. Boy, And hey, listeners, we've always given full disclosure. I did not look at the Yahoo rating. I'm just that fucking good. (laughs) Um, Games that stood out, though, you know, Cowboys laid an egg at home on Thanksgiving, as they've been prone to do lately. Bills ran roughshod over the Saints. And then today, Bengals just. I thought the Bengals would win, I didn't think they would annihilate the Steelers. Packers are winning. I thought that was alright. You know nothing else really jumped off the page on the NFL level that oh the Jets got the win and you know the Texans are probably laughing. Oh, okay, now we get a better draft pick. So <laughs> although I do
1: not better than the Lions.
0: I do retract that players aren't looking at it that way. Because players are like, fuck, I may not even be here next year. I don't give a fuck if you draft first, second, or twentieth. Right. I may not be here next year. So Players play. I mean, we've said that, you know, 50 episodes ago when we got into this. You know, players don't tank. Fans want owners to tank. Owners may want to tank to get a pick. Players on the given team and coaching staffs are never fucking tanking. Which brings me to another point Is Dan Campbell on the hot seat. Okay, he's winless. How do you fire a guy after one year? <laughs> right. I mean, and if you look at it, you know, well, let's play a little game of would have, could have, should have. If my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. All right. The Bears are four and seven. They they beat the Steelers. They beat the. Steelers. They were leading the Steelers on Monday Night Football. Took a lead. Steelers scored in the final minute. Had a bye week. Fourth and thirteen. Forty five yard touchdown pass. Took the lead on the Ravens with a minute and 25 to go. Ravens went down the field, scored a touchdown with 29 seconds to go. Beat the Bears. And then they beat the Lions on the final play of the game. Essentially. Yeah. No, not essentially. They beat the Lions yeah. on the final play of the game. So what it should have could have beat the Steelers, what it should have could have beat the Ravens. So instead of 4-7, and seven, now you're 6-5. and five. Yeah. Lions. They're 0-9-1. It took a NFL record, 66, 67-yard field goal by Justin Tucker. Uh, a 50-plus-yard field goal is a time expired by Greg Joseph. And Cairo Santos kicking field goal as time expired on Thanksgiving Day. So instead of 0-10-1, you're looking at possibly 3-7-1. So, I mean, would have, could have, should have, whatever. But yeah. there's no way Dan Campbell gets fired after one year.
1: No, they'll, they they'll seem let him... they
0: seem to be playing high, you know. Too many. The, close the Lions games. had the the Lions had the Eagles. Eagles went in just fucking annihilated them. The Bears had the Bucks. I mean, the Bears have been a competitive team basically all year, not good enough to win, but. You know, I mean, they went to Tampa and Tom Brady shredded him. It was over at halftime. It was thirty-five, whatever. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this, I'm done. I'm not watching them. <laughs> and the Lions had that game, that very same game against the Eagles. Other than that, both teams have been competitive. So,
1: right. No, I mean, I don't think he's going to get fired either. I think they're going to give him, they're going to give him another crack. Now, if I don't know if anybody out there listens to, and it's this show is on just as I'm leaving work most days uh, Bill Simonson and the huge show, um, Nash or, uh, you know, the, the largest syndicated sports program in Michigan, but, um, Bill, oh my God, you, you listen to that guy and he would have, he's like, no, get another coach, get somebody in here that can make, you know, he, he is a hundred percent. He, he absolutely froths at the mouth that anybody that suggests you give him three more years, you know, it's well, it's got to be got to give him three years, you know, to build the talent pool. And this, he's, you know, his argument is no, the Lions have sucked for too long. Stop giving this, you know, talent. You know, we just got to get some talent in there, in there, and a coach that you know works with the talent. And you know, we could be talking about this till, you know, the sun dies out or something like that. I don't know, but um, no, they'll give him another year for sure. But if they have a, if they have a less than five hundred year. Eh, maybe he'll get a 300 year but if it's a if he gets a winless year next year then he's done. He's out.
0: Well yeah. I mean back I to I mean that's back, win- back to yeah, the yeah, Mr. Back- Captain obvious, yeah. yeah, but I'm just
1: you know, I don't even know so is he gone after if they have a 500
0: year? Uh, no, if you go winless to 500? Okay. That's quite an improvement. All right. So, sounds good. And um before we rate this Aaron Rodgers still doesn't have his mask on, so what is the NFL's (laughs) policy? Because Aaron Rodgers is in a post-game presser. He's
1: he's outdoors, though, right now. That's not indoors.
0: I don't think that was the rule, though.
1: An indoor press conference
0: versus an outdoor... But for non-vaccinated players.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I would think... That's the reason why he doesn't have a mask on right now because he's giving an interview to one person who's like twelve feet away outdoors. No, she's
0: three feet away, and it wasn't okay. Yes, well, let's see. The conundrum continues. Anyway, you're You're up, Dave. Let's go ahead and rate the Speedway Stout.
1: So I, you know, I kind of like on the coffee at the beginning, but as I got through this, that intense coffee yeah now he went up and bumped elbows with her right he's going up and bumping elbows with everybody right now that dude just said nope stay away he (laughs) He gave him the peace sign he's like hey no you're not coming and bumping my elbow anyway um so you know that intense coffee taste went away a little bit um could be because we're into the second tasting it could have been the 12 percent um i'm enjoying this thoroughly right now but this is not a sessionable beer. This is a this is a one and done because the 12%, you know what I mean? At least for me, I think it would be, a, well, it's a two and done for sure because I would be un, laying under the table after the second one. A cheap date and all. So I'm going to give this one a 3.70 because I'm actually, I really, I actually, I'm enjoying the stouts a lot more these days. And as I got through this one, I enjoyed it more and
0: more. Well, I'll see you're straight with my flush. (laughs) And I liked it a lot because I think since like episode 85, Mr. IBA is becoming Mr. Stout because I'm going to go 4.08 because I thought this was absolutely fantastic.
1: you going to look it up? Yep. All right.
0: Oh I thought I liked it a lot. One hundred and thirty point five thousand check-ins. Our fine friends and on tap come in at a wealthy robust four point one nine wow. for the speedway stout from AleSmith Smith Brewing Company in San Diego, California. I mean I was only eleven hundredth of a point off, but I, I thought I was doing quite well with my 4.08 rating. All right, Dave. Third and final tasting. And what we have here, again, the bookend donation from Grandpa Blackhawk. Plain and simple, it's called IPA. <laughs> from Black Horse Brewery, a microbrewery in Knoxville, Tennessee. Comes in at 7.2% ABV, 70 IBUs. And hey, gotta like a beer with with directions on the can. It says, open can. Number two, (laughs) place place near nose and gently inhale the citrus and pine aromas working in harmony from the enormous dry hopping of this brew. Number three, drink and enjoy. Number four recycle can and number five pick up another can and begin again our brewers produce fine handcrafted Tennessee ales with the freshest ingredients for your drinking enjoyment so now <clears throat> we're going to kind of skip these steps because we pour into a glass but we are going to do number one and open the can right now all uh, right. 7.2% ABVs, 70 IBUs. So you said number one is open the can? Yep, number okay. one is open All the right. can. All
1: right, got it.
0: And then it said uh, number two is place near nose and gently inhale the citrus and pine aromas.
1: Oh, yeah. piney.
0: I get more pine than aroma. Yeah. I'm going to add two. Point. Yeah, two, two point. point A. Yeah pour into a glass. There you go. And now, cheers. Cheers. From the not a big deal glass. Doesn't have the piney hit that I got on the notes. <clears throat> right. But on the finish, the um, citrus really hits home, which makes it an interesting taste. Um, as we're drinking this, there's a Dawn disc soap commercial on. And there's a couple commercials that really tickle my funny bone every time I see them. One, I think, and I laugh every every time I see it. It's the, uh, who's Flow work for Progressive? Yeah. It's a progressive commercial, and she's in a control room with, like, six people. They're watching a commercial. Oh, and yeah. And <laughs> everybody's, like, just not even paying attention. And then she, Flo pauses the commercial. I'm right, so what do you have, blah, 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 whatever. And, the, you know, it goes around. Like, ah, I, don't, I tune out commercials. I don't even pay attention to commercials. Yeah, me either. Whatever, whatever. And then the one lady says, uh, my niece uh, was in... Uh, a place where they can't speak. They yeah. they took an like oath of quiet camp they took something. yeah they took took an oath of silence.
1: Yeah,
0: and the guy across from says, "Yeah, my niece got kicked out of that one of those." And they're like, "Oh, why did she speak? No, grand larceny." Yeah. <laughs> and everybody like just stares like, "Hey, let's get back." On, yeah, let's get back to the commercial. <laughs> that that's one of my favorite ones. And then my other favorite one is the. Uh, I don't know if it's T-Mobile or Verizon, but this girl saves the snowman for the entire year. <laughs> yeah. First snowfall, she gets down, somebody fucking comes by and rips through it on a bike, and then she's like, dumbfounded by it. And then her family regroups and said, for those of you who've been waiting you know, it's kind of like a COVID twist commercial, and... I thought that. I, I think those two are my favorite. And then the Baker Mayfield commercials are quite funny. He keeps ripping them on. I mean, doesn't play that great a quarterback anymore, but he's a <laughs> hell of a commercial guy. Well,
1: he got him down to within field goal range, and their kicker just missed one. So I think it was like a 38, 40-yard <laughs> field goal, something like that. Anyway, um, no, I was going to ask you, did you see the Fox – NFL Black Friday Super Sale commercial. No. All right, so you got to look that one up. Uh, I'm sure it's on, it's got to be on uh, YouTube by now. But uh, it starts off and it's a parody and they're selling, you know, uh, for example, uh, there's a Lion fan and a Steelers fan. And what did they both get? Ties.
0: Ah, I get it because they tied
1: each (laughs) other. All right. And there's, uh, you know, there's the Cooper Cup cup, <laughs> <You know. laughs> just playing off of dumb stuff like that, and the Trevor Lawrence uh, shampoo for men.
0: Which makes sense. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it, I, mean, I won't give all of them away, but it snowballs from there, so they, you know, it's it a pretty funny commercial.
0: What are the commercials actually for, though?
1: It's just to be funny, I think. It's just to plug Fox NFL. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. just to plug Fox that. NFL, right. and just to be funny and say, hey, you know... Fox NFL is in the Christmas spirit. Hey, here's a funny commercial. All right. Yeah.
0: I got one for you. Totally sure. unrelated. And I had it queued up in my phone. Got an email for NFL auctions.
1: Okay.
0: And I'm always curious to think about it. You know, like, hey, what piece of memorabilia would you pay? Like, for instance, I'm actually, th- there's like 17 hours left in this, in this auction, uh-huh. a signed jersey by Rams punter Johnny Hecker, okay. what would you pay for that?
1: Uh, $35. Wow.
0: All right. Well, you, you actually would be losing <laughs> because right now the winning bid yeah. with four bids is $40. And I'm thinking, you know what? I might submit a bid for a hundred bucks, and if I can get a signed NFL jersey, I mean the fucking authentic jersey, right, is worth something. I'll fucking wear that thing and fucking black marker Johnny Hecker's name on I don't give a fuck about. Well, Johnny where about. are all these people? You you
1: look at the you know you look at CNBC or you look at uh, CNN or any of the other news outlets, and apparently the reason why all these people aren't looking for jobs is because they're flush with cash. They should be bidding a lot higher on that jersey,
0: right? But it just goes to show. I mean, he's a punter, Johnny. But forty dollars. <laughs> I mean, forty dollars. The NFL jersey's two hundred bucks alone. I, I'm just worried. Yeah, but I, like, I'm gonna. It's like housing and car prices I'm, right now. It's I may, stupid. I may submit a bit of five hundred dollars just so Johnny Hecker doesn't blow his brains out <laughs> because <laughs> well, of his sign. I mean, the fucking jersey is a two hundred dollar jersey. You'd be eh? an
1: angel, and you'd be saving a life. All
0: right. So now let's switch, let me change. Let me just. Although ship. he might
1: second guess five hundred dollars, is
0: it worth his life or not? Is he worth five hundred? No, no five hundred he'd be pleased as punch. Forty dollars, he's oh, fucking okay. putting a bullet in his head. I am going to save this man's life. I am like a fucking angel.
1: Uh, that's what I said.
0: All right. So now, all right. So here, what are you bidding on this? Go. This is a real auction, listeners. If you want part of it, get in on NFL auctions. Uh, go to nfl.com and find the link for auctions. This is a this isn't a random question or nothing. This is a real life auction. Game worn and autographed Tom Brady Buccaneers jersey worn during October 14th, 2021 Buccaneers victory over Eagles. Includes LFG, whatever that means, 7 times Super Bowl champs, Gold Bucks, ten, fourteen, twenty-one inscriptions. One hundred percent of the funds raised in this auction will be donated to the TB Twelve Foundation. All right, so Dave,
1: yeah,
0: you're legit interested in buying in on this auction. What are you coming? What is your bid? Is, is, now, let, is, let's say it's a blind bid. Yeah, and you want this fucker and Money's not an object.
1: Okay, that's what so, I needed to know. So Money's what, not an object.
0: What are you coming in out of this bed? And this is a real auction. This is a, me sm- right. Right. a smoke.
1: right? Five grand, five thousand. Oh, For fuck's sake, dude! Are you fucking
0: kidding me? I don't know. It's a worn jersey signed by him. A game worn jersey. That's what I'm saying. Which makes that like that. That's that would be like a Rod Jeremy money shot. <laughs> you know what <laughs> okay. I mean? Oh well, God, it's got to be one hundred
1: and fifty thousand.
0: All right, well, one hundred fifty thousand, and you you will still end up way short of this. really the current bid. And I'm trying to see how many bids there have been. Doesn't show, but the current bid for said Tom Tom Brady's game worn and autographed Buccaneers jersey worn on the October fourteenth Buccaneers victory over the Eagles, as it stands with nine days. 52 minutes and 35 seconds left, it stands at (laughs) $195,500. Wow.
1: Yeah, but that's whatever. You know, I talked earlier in the pod about watching um, Below Deck Mediterranean. That's those people that can afford to, you know, take out a yacht for $300,000 for a week. That's out of my. I, I can't even. It's hard for me to conceptualize. I mean, I so I went from five thousand to one hundred and fifty based on your reaction. I, I can't. I, it's hard for me to picture that kind of money.
0: And, and to blow on
1: a, freaking jersey.
0: Right. Obviously, the person that's bid it has it. To, but what makes to bring it full circle is like, I get it. Johnny Hacker is not Tom Brady. I get it. But Johnny Hacker has... He made it to the NFL. He made it to the show. And he's one of the best punters of all time. And he has converted a number of fourth down opportunities by running or passing. And Tom Brady's jersey goes for $200,000. And his jersey goes for $40. It's like they're the same NFL jersey. Now, the Johnny Hacker jersey may not be game-worn, but it's like, really? I mean a punter, you really don't know if he wore the jersey or not because he was only in on, like, five plays. Sure. So, anyway, um, the Johnny Hacker jersey has, like, 14 hours left, and if... Yeah. I will submit a bid for 200 bucks. Because normally, if you... Because they're $10 increments. The sure. current bid is $40. Yeah. I'll put $200. Yeah. And if nobody has went... More than forty, I'll get it for fifty. If somebody went one seventy, I'll get it for one eighty. If somebody you know, yeah. And then if somebody went two thirty, then I would lose it. But sure, I'll take a signed NFL jersey for two hundred dollars all day, every day. All right. So good luck to you. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward I hope, to I'm next ho- Sunday I'm to hoping. see if you get I'm this. Hoping. Yeah. And, but I, I have to think there's a lot of people that like me thinking it's like, well, I'm just going to wait it out. So my guess is this jersey ends up going for about 700 bucks, which is out of my range. Like I said, I'll go $200 because sure. a, an authentic NFL jersey with no autograph is about $175. Gotcha. If I can get an autograph on it, Hell yeah. the more the merrier. Yeah. C'est la vie, as the French would say.
1: And you've been that, there. Yeah,
0: and that means that's life.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Mike.
0: So I know. Say la vie, that's life, and we yes. I, I know You don't lo- remember
1: the word I taught you? No.
0: The the merit Yeah, shit. Yeah, there you uh, go. All right, so I don't forward. <laughs> all right. Well, that's interesting. I didn't know that existed. NFL auctions? Yeah. Oh yeah, NFL's always raising money.
1: Gotcha. Good deal.
0: Like if you look hard enough, you could probably wear you could probably yeah. Nick Chubb just had a carry for, like, three yards. Yeah. And you could probably get the gloves he has on his hand for the right price.
1: Gotcha. That would be kind of cool. No doubt. So let's let's shift gears a little bit, if you don't mind. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So if anybody out there remembers the match, that's a PGA Tour kind of off, you know, during their off season. Uh, they've had Tiger Tiger versus Phil Mickelson uh, was the first, the match, right? Right. So then they've had subsequent matches where they brought in like Manning and um, uh, pff, mound, uh, the mound round of rebound. Help me. Charles Barkley. Yeah, I'm having a senior moment here. Um, you know, and stuff like that, just to jazz things up, make it fun. But uh, the match right now, in 12 holes, I'm not sure why they decided on 12 holes, but this one they had uh, just a few days ago was Bryson DeChambeau versus Brooks Koepka. Now, in social media circles, and obviously there was that, do you call it infamous, famous, infamous, uh, where Brooks, Bryson walked in back of Brooks during an interview, maybe said something, maybe didn't. Maybe Brooks Koepka thought, well, he just walked in back at me on purpose to be a dick, and so he wrote, you know, the big eye roll, and the so that started this whole thing. Ah, these guys hate each other. Plus, the fact that I think they they might be able to play in the NFL, the two of them, as much as it looks like they lift weights. Right. Um, they're they're two pretty jack dudes, but um, they had the the match twelve holes. Now, not a long story on this because. Brooks kind of kicked his ass, no. uh, four and three, had four birdies, and Bryson had zero. Now, Bryson didn't use it as an excuse, but come to find out, Bryson hasn't played since the the uh, Ryder Cup, hasn't played in competitive matches. Uh, apparently, he's getting ready for a long drive contest, which I'm sure he's going to get a lot of um, show money for that meaning, you know, a lot of sponsorship money if he shows up and, you know, comes to the long drive contest. But he's been preparing for that. And Brooks actually said it's freaking impressive to watch this guy hit a golf ball. Um, He goes after it with uh, some uh, insane intensity. But, uh, but anyway, Brooks kicked his ass. Uh, If you look that one up, go ahead and Google that. Some of the comments from the article, Um, you know, they tried to they tried to get the two of them to try to, you know, say some nasty stuff about one another, but they couldn't quite get over the, you know, I think the the worst thing one of the interviewers said uh, to Kapka is like, so are you guys, like, you guys buddies now? Are you hanging out? He's like, uh, no. It's just straight up no. That was it.
0: And that's why I wonder if it, the because if you see anything of the two of them on Twitter, um, you know, Bryson DeChambeau tweeted, this doesn't make any sense because Kepka did a video of him being inside of DeChambeau's head. And it's like, you know, uh, Kepka, Bryson frees on and, and then, uh, you, so you wonder how much of it was for hype. Yeah. And how much of it was is well, actually well They probably real. spun it a little I mean, yeah, bit, yeah. do you know
1: what I mean? Hey, let's ramp, let's ramp this thing up and get people kind of you know pumped about it. Maybe there'll be a fist fight or some kind of like, um, you know, mixed martial arts or something going on on the on the eighth green. But right. uh, it didn't happen. So, but
0: it was interesting nonetheless. And Brooks mopped the floor with them, Correct. Correct.
1: Yeah, four and three and a twelve-hole match is kind of a.
0: It yeah. is weird. I mean, why? I mean, if you are not going to go eighteen, why not just do nine?
1: Right, <laughs> that's what I couldn't figure out. I had to read the article like three times to figure out like they were only going twelve holes. Right. So, but uh, maybe that brings us
0: to the random question. All right. All right. I brought up the Ten Commandments last week, Dave. So I think it's your turn this week. It is. All right. So, Mike, rip it.
1: What is your definition of luck? It's a two-part question. This is the first part. What's your definition of luck?
0: My definition of luck is... Or what does it mean to be lucky? No.
1: Okay, sorry. My
0: definition of luck is when you or someone does something that makes no sense and it works to their advantage, that is luck.
1: Okay. Now I'm going to give you my definition of luck. And I learned this from Bill Skillman. So Bill if you're out there somewhere if you happen to listen to this podcast I don't know who Bill
0: Skillman is Bill
1: Skillman was our freshman basketball coach at Rockford High School. Okay? So I at some point some of the guys were talking about lucky or they got lucky or we got lucky or something like that and Bill got mad and said, "Guys, let me tell you something. The definition of luck is opportunity meeting preparation." And they were prepared and we weren't, so they got lucky. So opportunity, meeting, preparation. So if you're prepared for some kind of a opportunity that comes from your way, you get lucky. That was his definition.
0: All right. I know, right? I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to rebuttal that definition by saying, okay, so how do you win the lottery? What What preparation can you do to win the lottery?
1: Well, you prepared by having the two to five dollars in your wallet. Okay, that I'm mixing I'm <laughs> that right away. So <laughs> I don't know.
0: Something right. I'm going with my definition over here. This definition is something that shouldn't happen happens. You know. All right. So you play the lottery. You going for the Powerball? Whether right. it's an easy pick or you go in and tell the lady, give me one, two, three, four, five, and six. You didn't do. You didn't do any preparation for that, and I don't give a fuck if you're, you 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 have six kids and they were born on the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. That that's nothing to do that. That's coincidence, not luck. Then you went in and played the lottery of your birth dates of your six kids: first, right. second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, And if the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth, or the one, two, three, four, five, six, hits, that's lucky,
1: right? So you're Something saying that happens. random events happening in a particular way to somebody's advantage. Yes. Okay.
0: That's my definition of luck. Got it. All right. So
1: do you believe in luck? Yes. Okay.
0: Because, or, no. Or is
1: it destiny?
0: No. Well, that's kind of the same thing,
1: isn't it? <laughs> well, destiny's Excuse a pre- me. destiny's a preset. Like this is no, it's not this is supposed it, to happen. No, it's not a pre-set. Destiny is this is supposed no, to happen no. in your life.
0: When you Trailer Park Timmy wins the lottery, that's not destiny. That <laughs> okay. he just happened to scrape enough bottles together to get enough for his pack of Marlboro One Hundreds and an easy pick in the Mega Millions. And his numbers hit. That right. wasn't destiny. That was right. luck. Right, So is yeah. He, well, okay. So, Trailer Park, Timmy, is he
1: unlucky when he's back in the Trailer Park no, that, two years no, later?
0: No, he's a loser. Okay. He's a loser. It's not unlucky? No, it's not okay. unlucky. It's And then he got lucky, and he picked, because and when the random draw came out from his easy pick at the 7-Eleven on fifth and main and his numbers hit that's luck because there's no there's no other way especially when you do it i mean like if you if you i mean i will take my luck not being random if you strategically for weeks have devised it's like okay on the february the tuesday in february the mega millions is drawn the numbers two Four, six, eight, twenty-seven, and fifty-three will be drawn for the power, the Mega Millions. Right. I think it's a six-number draw. Sure. (laughs) You know, and you strategically place that, and you wait, and you wait, and then on that Tuesday in February, you play those numbers, and then they hit. Then I'll be like. (laughs) well that wasn't luck that cocksucker told me months ago that was going to happen you go into a store you say give me any give me five dollars an easy picks on the mega million and why don't you throw in a pack of newport 100s <laughs> okay and and then on your and then like three days later when you're sifting through your ass straight, trying to get more pennies out for another pack of Newport 100s, you go into that 7-Eleven, hey, will you scan this for me, sweetie? And she scans it and says, well, goddamn, damn, I'll be dipped in shits. You're the one winner of $66 trillion on that Mega Million draw. You, He's like, oh, goddamn, damn, well, give me a whole carton of Newports then. You know, that's luck. That is luck. There's, I mean, can you explain luck? No, but Buying an easy pick is not a strategic placement, but those six or seven or five or nine numbers, whatever that shows you how much I play the lottery. Okay, if, if, I mean, I got it. Yeah. If that hits, that that's luck. That's there's no fucking preparation for that. You say you give you you fucking scratch together ten bottles and say, here I brought ten bottles. Give me an easy pick, sweetie. And your easy pick brings them... Right. That's fucking luck. Right. So, I guess
1: part C, the okay. third part to this is when somebody talks about sport then, a game, where there's, you know, offense and defense, two teams playing against each other, and they say somebody got lucky, or to that extent, does that fall into the same see now, category?
0: See, see, now part C is that has me reverting back to part a where you said do i believe in luck because in that scenario i don't that scenario your coach is right where preparation sure you know wins out and we right. you know we okay. were better than them and we you know we knew they were going to run the double reverse flea flicker so we had a guy in place and we smacked the quarterback in the mouth now is that locker is that preparation well, what, so about, now when what sind- about that
1: shitty I am more referring to that shitty call on the who was that that uh got the reception
0: Oh, Adam in the Viking game. Yeah, what's up with that? That's is, not is, that's not luck, that's a bad That's yes. a mistake. Or somebody right, that Yeah, a, you're right. So now, you know, what, you had So Dave, is, is that Dave, guy you, Dave, you may have possibly swayed me to not believe in Is that out.
1: unlucky because obviously well, It's not unlucky?
0: It's just, it's just you're not destined. You you you, you got fucked. That's not luck. Well, that's what I'm saying. So you're saying that 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 doesn't have to do with luck. No. That is Now that you now that you spend me on that, but I I always revert back to the lottery because there's no fucking skilled set no, of picking right. lottery and numbers. I, but I, somebody I, fucking wins it, right?
1: I, I 100% agree with you when you when you bring the the lottery spin to it. But when you have, okay, have people so, talk right. about sports and being lucky or right. unlucky, yeah. Okay,
0: so uh, all right. So how do we how do we put this in?
1: So um, somebody somebody that says that I want to tell him when in regard to sport, I want to say luck has nothing to do right. with any of that stuff. It, it's not luck; it's something else. Like, are you right. are you lucky that the 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 whoever was reviewing that call? They messed it up. It, or it didn't see clearly, it the right? Well, how do you not see it? All of America saw that it was clearly a catch.
0: Right. How did it? How did it not? Yeah, get... that's not. I mean, you. Somebody would say, "Well, yeah, you're lucky because that person's an idiot." <laughs> so the, the luck proponents would say, "Yeah, you're lucky. That person was an idiot." But so there has to be some luck involved in an easy pick because you did oh, sure. absolutely nothing, nothing in right. an easy pick draw. Right. But like in a job interview, you know, 14 people interview for a job at Company X, all of them fucking nail it. I mean, they're fucking rock star, they're rock stars, they're fucking going to be the next big thing. Well, there's only one fucking position. Right. So now did the person that get it get lucky because he wore a, a blue blazer and the hiring person said, man... Uh, that blue blazer is fucking sharp.
1: Our company's main colors are blue. Right. So this guy wins. So
0: is that luck?
1: Uh, is that uh, is that preparation meeting opportunity? Because maybe that person looked ahead and said the,
0: company, but, the company's right, colors so, so are blue, so, so I'm going to wear blue. So, yes, yeah, so now, excellent random question, Dave, because now I'm second-guessing myself because there's got to be some luck because, like, in the, you know, or, like, You know, hey, you go into a bingo hall. You get eight cards of bingo B1, I19, N33, G52, O74. Bingo! Yeah. Is it luck that they call those five numbers that you had
1: on your card? But games of chance seem to be falling into a different. So games of chance is luck. You wearing the right thing, the right clothes in a, in a whole, uh, category or not a whole category, you know, um, a bunch of people that are vying for a job. You happen to be, you know, everybody's tied. Everybody seems qualified for the job, but you happen to just have that thing that that person hiring wants, you know, charisma, character, whatever. Is that luck? You know what I mean? Now I'm gonna. And then in a game I'm gonna, situation, I'm gonna, gonna go freaking blow your mind right now. You go to church, right?
0: Haven't in a while, but I'm. But I'm, you're a, you're a person of faith I, to I'm some re, degree. I'm, I'm, regroup, I'm regrouping. I'm I'll be there eventually. Yes. Go you're ahead. a person of faith to some.
1: Is there some divine intervention right there? Are people's guardian angels duking it out? Going. No. Ah, This is my guy. This is my guy. uh, No, this is my guy. I'm gonna
0: kick your ass. This is my guy. He's gonna get. He's gonna win the lottery. He's gonna win the lottery. That I firmly deny. I'm against because then, therefore, that makes religion null and void. Because you know, oh, I believe.
1: Guardian angels.
0: Hail Mary, full of grace. Give me the strength to win this lottery. And then you win it and I don't, and then my fucking angels have failed me. It's like, fuck this religion. I'm out. <laughs> fuck you. I fucking prayed to win this lottery and this cocksucker next to me won it. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, yeah, no, there's no way I would. Uh, yeah, so no. the relig- the relig- There's no religious belief. And that's, you know, not, hey, this spins the random question in a totally different question. It's like, you know, hey, John Doe, you just won the Rose Bowl. What, you know what a drive, fantastic drive. You were down six. You led your team 93 yards for I'd like, first of all, like, thank God. It's there you like, go. It's like, wait a there you second. go. That's wait what I'm second. saying. Are you fucking telling me God had money on this team cuz now I, I want a refund on my bet because I didn't know the I didn't know the Lord and Savior Bob was going to be betting on this team cuz that's a crazy that, that ain't luck. Okay, so here's
1: a here's a here's a uh, here's a trivia question for you. What I'm talking about though, there was a movie they made and I think Disney has the rights to it right now. Do you remember the movie they made? regarding like guardian angels and kind of like angels in the outfield there you go
0: Uh, well yeah but see but that's not that wasn't luck that yeah yeah that's (laughs) fucking fiction though i'm not buying that so it's like yeah I, I, i i can't i can't go along with this like all right but now what what would happen do you think they would show the interview if like hey dave you led your team. You, there was thirty-three seconds to go, and you were down by six points. No, five points. Let's say because you—you don't—you know, don't want to even give the kicker a chance. You're down by—you're—you're <laughs> you're down by five points. Thirty three seconds to go and no timeouts and you had eighty eight yards to go and you somehow led the team back there and you, you won and you said I'd like to thank my I'd like to thank my savior Lucifer for guiding me <laughs> from the darkness and into the victory circle. Do you think they'd play that on National Television? I, if it was live they'd kinda have to. Uh, (laughs) Or they'd edit it out really quick. Don't they have like 10 or 15 seconds to like cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it? That would be like, holy shit, ain't nobody ever said that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Somebody at some point is going to have the brass to do it. You know, you know, damn well they're going to. All right. So luck may have a couple different. Variations depending on if it's a game of chance or if it's a so like now. It, all
0: right, so in final, and finally, before saying, we rate our third beer IPA, you're saying there's no divine I, intervention or yeah, no see, guardian it, angels. And actually, so now because you brought it up as a two part question,
1: yeah, I don't know how and, many parts I brought and up. And now
0: this point. that I've um, talked myself through it, I'm going to resend. I'm going to resend my offers and answers. And I have to say, there's no such thing as luck.
1: Wow, there you go. There's I, a 180. Because
0: yeah, it, 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 is a, it is an exact 180. But it makes sense because as we talk about it, it's like, what is? So what is luck then? Is it preparation? Well, no. You don't fucking prepare to put an easy pick in. You fucking put an easy pick in. You fucking won. That's no. That, that's right. Right. And that's luck. Right. See, yeah, I'm confusing myself, so, I mean, is that, or is, is it a random, because you right. didn't,
1: uh, so, so, listen, listeners, let us know. Facebook, F-F-A-E, pod. That's Twitter. What oh, is? that, oh yeah, that is, That's Sorry. Twitter. That's or, our you
0: know, the Flights, Football, and Anything Else Facebook page, and maybe. No, it, Twitter, Twitter is
1: E-Pod F-F-F-A. F-F-A, yeah.
0: And the Facebook is Flights, Football, and Anything Else and maybe we'll see if we can try to create a poll because I'm contradicting myself as I'm contradicting myself because yeah you put in an easy pick yeah for the lottery yeah whether even if it's the midday 3 day which pays 41 fucking dollars <laughs> hey give me an easy pick for the 3 day yeah and your easy pick says 267 and the easy pick in the, the draw for the midday is 267 all right. Well, that's luck, right? You didn't right. fucking do anything special other than give your fucking dollar. Right. Correct.
1: I, I'm 100% agreed with you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so is, is there luck or not?
1: Yeah. That's. I. You know what? Let's hold this to be determined. Or do you
0: make your own
1: luck? Well, some people would say the harder you work, the luckier you get. You ever heard of that?
0: Well then, I I so I maybe like the that, more you play, yeah, the
1: luckier yeah, you get.
0: Yeah, I don't believe that because I'm. I like to tell myself I'm working fucking as hard as I possibly can, but hey, I, I have a good life. No, right? That's actually That's what you I'm know, saying. As simple as that question was on the s- surface, do you believe in luck? Yeah, yeah, the. But then, if you deep dive, that it, it's like no, well, no, no, you don't. Well yeah, it's gotta kind of be like well, no, it doesn't have. Is it luck or no what do you do?
1: If you had like a- so yeah, so like <laughs> I,
0: like a job interview, I think luck is taken out of it a little bit because I mean if you just sit there in the interview and go <laughs> 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 And you drool on
1: yourself, yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, and then you're probably not gonna Justin Tucker just nailed a fucking fifty two year. They fucking guys like he ain't lucky. He's a god. <laughs> that's preparation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's preparation. Meeting,
1: Meeting opportunity. Yeah,
0: you know, so shit like that, I mean, ah.
1: Can we agree to table this for now? Maybe we'll we, bring it up.
0: We'll have to table it for now because now I think it's was like, was some, is that luck? I was like, was it lucky the wind kind of blew and drifted the ball to the left and Cody Parkey hit the upright against the Rams for the birth into the Super Bowl for the Bears? Now the guy or, working
1: for the the guy working for the local television station that's the weather guy or weather girl, weather person, would probably disagree that it's not luck. It's like I knew the wind was gonna be blowing that way.
0: Well, that could possibly be I think I've come up with some doozies of random questions, but that could actually this could actually possibly be one of the best random questions ever because I I don't know if there's not an answer to it. Yeah.
1: We'll have to noodle that one.
0: What is, you know? I'm gonna. Have, I'm when, when we're done <laughs> recording. When we we're done rating this, and I uh, give my uh, Stuart Scott sign off. I'm I'm actually gonna Google what is luck.
1: All right. Maybe everybody else can, and then we'll have some discussion uh, right. on the Facebook page or Twitter. All right. We
0: We're gonna All rate right. it. Yep, we're gonna rate this. All right. I'm first. Yep. And again. I'm going to be redundant. Mr. IPA is becoming Mr. Stout. I don't like it as much as I like the Speedway Stout. So I'm going to have to go lower than 4.08. But I do like it a lot better than Dale's Pale Ale, which are rated at 3.69. So I'm going to come in with IPA from Black Horse Brewing, Black Horse Brewery, a microbrewery in Knoxville, Tennessee. 7.2%, 7.2%, 70 iBUS, I'm going to come in at a 38.
1: Oh, wow, you liked it a little bit better than I did. Uh but I did like it so better. I did like
0: it better than Dale. I did I did right. as well.
1: I did as well. But I had this at a 3.30. Just a step above Dale's. Small step that is.
0: Very small step. Yeah. All right, well, check this one out. Yep. Fine. All right, so the the smallest sample size of the three we've sampled. Uh not, but still a, a decent size sample serving. For a micro brew yep. for sure, yeah. Nine, I'm looking at that. Nine point six thousand check-ins. Our fine friends at Untapped coming at three point six four. So kind of in the middle of you and I. Yep. And I went 380, like I said, because I liked it better than my three. I liked it better than Dale's, and I rated Dale's a 369. Um, yeah, I found IPA very enjoyable. But you know what, Dave? The only thing I don't find enjoyable, as I look down at the bottom of my glass, I can see I'm out of beer. And as the late great Stuart Scott would say, You ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here.